Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk and your continued support of a platform that truly celebrates industry professionals all around the world. You are bold, yes, brave, yes, you dare greatly, absolutely, you solve problems, you collaborate, you do everything that I think is just absolutely worthy of celebration. That's why this platform is here for you. We are broadcasting from Accruent Insights. It is in Nashville. It is at the Gaylord, which is another state. It's it's just a whole other state, and everybody has the same story, and it is... I don't know where to go. That's the story in a nutshell. Matt is in the hot seat. This is take two because we were having camera issues, and he's kind enough to just roll with it. So let's get cracking. All right, Matt, take two. Tell me about yourself. Give, us, give, give the listeners a little 411 on who Matt is. <laughs> <coughs> Again. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Matt Breda with uh, Capgemini, a global systems integration management company. I uh, live in uh, Austin, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. And uh, I am a vice president in our uh, digital transformation space, uh, which is a uh, kind of a short way to uh, uh, say that uh, we help companies reduce uh, their manual processes and, um, you know, enter the 21st century. So a place like Accruance, a good place for me to hang out. And and and, and he he uh, chose the he was the short straw winner of being on the podcast. So that is cool. I like it. I like the digital transformation. Um, how long have you been with the uh, Cap Gemini? About ten years. Ten years. Yeah, very good, man. I like that. All right. So you're here at this conference. What what is your just your general impression of what what people are talking about from? Just like we need help in, we tell us about that. You know, in a sense. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, regardless the, uh, the the type of conference I'm at, the uh, partners I'm dealing with, or the clients who are coming to the table. Uh, at the end of the day, everyone is really bound together with the ultimate uh, uh, a, a single issue, right? Yeah, and, and they have to get work done. Right, that's what we all have in common, right? Whether you're a government worker or private industry, uh, you have to get work done. And how you get work done, uh, the pace you get it done, yeah. right? The efficiency you get it done, uh, and you know all of that's uh, maybe different. We have industry software for that, but what everyone has in common is that they don't have a source of truth, right? What do you mean by that? Oh, like data, data how that data rolls up and aggregates and what you can do with that data uh, once you know what you're doing, what your teams are doing, how well they do it, how fast they can do it, how much they can do. Until you start getting your arms around that that insight, um, you're never going to advance. That's heavy lifting, just FYI. Anything when you start talking about data, collecting data, cleaning legacy data, that's heavy lifting. And I understand that. Do you guys ever get to the point where 
like we could go all the way back to the beginning of time and clean and scrub the data going forward all the way to the current time. <laughs> or is there just a sort of rule of thumb going, let's go back five years, let's go seven. Seven seems like a nice number. Let's go back to and clean the data so that you do have a a trustworthy set of data to create and make you know make decisions. Is there some sort of rule of thumb? Depends on the client. You're going to say that. <laughs> and the industry. And the industry. <laughs> <laughs> and how much auditing <laughs> they're gonna, you know they get in that industry. Uh, but I would say seven to ten years is uh, kind of like what you, what you're supposed to do with taxes, I suppose. Yeah, you had to bring the tax in. <laughs> but tell us, we were talking uh, offline. We were talking about industries. Define retail. What? What? How, that's where you work. That's that's sort of in your wheelhouse. Define the listeners from a from a what retail means to you. Well, you know, in today's connected world, that's that's a kind of a harder question to answer, right? Uh, in retail, we have we have B two B, right, business to business, and then we have B two C, right, business to consumer. Uh, and there used to be pretty dramatic lines on how the two of those industries within retail operated, uh, but in today's e-commerce uh, digital world. Uh, those lines blur, right? Quite a bit, um, and I think uh, I think that uh, in the retail space, uh, the the you know who wins there is who personalizes best, right? What do you mean by that, uh, I'm talking about personalization at scale, right? When you go to Amazon to to make your order, uh, you know if you bought uh, you know a red dress last time, they know that, right? And then they're going to they're going to recommend uh, maybe the blue dress or the bracelet that goes with that red dress, uh, and the way that they do that, the technology platforms that they use uh, create an experience at scale uh, that is the you know kind of the heartthrob of where retail is going to such a point now. Uh, that were a lot of our clients are delving into the the whole notion of digital twin uh, in the retail space, right? So if you want to go try on that red dress digitally, you can do that in a digital twin. See, and and, and I don't know how they know it. So when I go online and I buy something from Amazon, all of a sudden I've got seventy five other new. Hey, how about this? What about this? Yeah. And, and that whole algorithm behind the scene that I can't see, and then I go to then I go to Whole Foods. They know what I'm buying. Absolutely, they know. And then all of a sudden, I, yeah, I I kind of like that. <laughs> well, it's it certainly makes for a, a more meaningful shopping experience, and the technology we use for this, or or that marketing departments use, is, is called social listening, right? And they're huh. and they're, it's like the the CIA of uh, of uh, of the social media platforms. They know what you're what you're typing. They know what you're discussing, uh, and they use uh, like the algorithms you you mentioned a moment ago. Yeah. Let me ask you this: You're a partner with the Cruent. Yeah. Are, uh, what does that mean? What is what is that? How does that relationship look like? 
between you and Accruent? So Accruent is uh, pretty much the industry leader in uh, facility at scale management, right? So the more complicated uh, your brick and mortar space is, whether you're uh, you know, an oil and gas refinery or a hospital or a shopping mall or an office building, um, the more complicated your brick and mortar facility is, the more likely that you need a solution uh, that accruent provides. Uh, if you're a, a QSR, uh, which is a quick service restaurant. Thank you. <laughs> right, and you have a franchise model. So think like Subway or McDonald's or right, any of them. Uh, and, you're, and you're trying to methodically take your franchise owners uh, through the branding experience, right? So everything is done consistently. A McDonald's on one end of the country looks and feels the same as a McDonald's on the other end of the country. So the way that they do that, uh, that standardization, right, is they have to have a common platform. Uh, common repository of truth we talked about a moment ago. Accruent in the for the facility management space is that source of truth. The the McDonald's just as a as a point of reference. I was in China. I had to go. I went to a McDonald's, and it was the same. It even had the same smell. Right. Oh, it's just it's crazy. It is. It's 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 brilliant. Don't get me wrong. And I went to I went to the McDonald's specifically to say. Okay, I've been eating some unique food here for a little while. I just need something a little bit more domestic, right? And I go there, I was like, wow. Yes, I'll take that egg McMuffin. And it <laughs> in China. Like, in China. <laughs> right. In the middle of nowhere. You know? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it's fascinating. So with your, with your relationship uh, with Cruent, what does that future look like? What are you seeing out there? What do, you... you, you spoke briefly on digital twin you, what other things are you looking at just because i always get fascinated by the fact that there's this there's the speed in the the technology side and then the the human side which is the adoption of it and and i have all my other challenges over here so they, they don't ever really they're hard to line up and as as technology continues to we could do this now look at the, how about this use case and it is you know like like ChatGPT just decided that they flip a switch and everybody's like, what? So what, yeah. what do you see in that, in, in that area from a future perspective? What's getting you excited? What, what do you think is sort of that trend? Well, uh, uh, waste uh, in facility management, oh. okay, is, is probably the number one uh, stress factor for, for uh, you know, operational managers, and and I don't mean waste like trash. No, I mean, no, no. I mean waste like uh, 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 overused uh, HVAC, right, for unused conference rooms, or water that's left on, right, it, it wasn't shut off all the way, things like that. Now, in today's world, you see a lot of those solutions uh, already in place, right? You go to a public bathroom. And there's a sensor, right? And you can wash your hands and the water automatically stops. Uh, so simple things like that uh, are, are now done commonly. But 20 years ago, that wasn't common, 
right? Right. And you would hear of bathrooms being flooded, right? Because someone uh, didn't turn off right, the water. Right, right. So this has been kind of sneaking up on us, this uh, this whole IoT sensory stuff. Well, the next generation of that uh, is being able to cut down on like service calls because now you can do predictive uh, maintenance, right? We have sensors or accruent, accruent's products, right? Provide sensors to these massive office buildings um, that, uh, that tell the operations manager if something is amiss, right? Uh, in that HVAC unit, right, for example. And they can deploy someone out to go look at it, monitor, fix it before it becomes a $20,000 problem, right? And so that, that whole idea of being a, a predictive analytics is, is huge. Same would apply in a hospital, right? If all the hospital assets are inventory, uh, like the, um, the, what do you call the, the, the paddles, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a doctor, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn. <laughs> I, play, I play one on TV. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> paddles. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if those are, if those are uh, uh, asset tagged in an accruent system, well, then those can be compared against all of the other paddles across all hospitals across the world, right? And it will give a hospital administrator a pretty good idea of based on the age of that paddle and how long they've been in, in service and how, you know, how they've been maintenance, what that history was like, what their utility is uh, for end of life, right? And that's, that's insight that operational people have never had before, right? Another example uh, would be at, uh, uh, if you're an airline, right? The cost of having an engineer go up into a turbine engine and go inspect something is fantastically uh, inconvenient and expensive. The whole, you know, the whole plane is down, right? And when that plane's not flying, it's very expensive. Well, now with a digital twin replica of that engine, you can see the engine in real life, just a digital twin of itself, and they can actually monitor uh, the diagnostics that way but you have to have that all baked in beforehand right or can you can you sort of do a an existing asset and then get that level of detail or is that something that has to in when in, in the digital twin world in the example of the jet engine yes i like that i like the safety component to that but can you take existing and in, in, in start to because it's all monitor mm -hmm. right and it, they already have all the, the, it's already pulling data. Yeah. You're just putting it into a digital twin framework. That's right. That's right. But this is where the industry's going, right? This, and we can kind of compress it all and say it's, 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 pre, it's predictive engineering management. That's where Accruent is going as a company. It's a large part of what we're uh, studying and discussing at this conference. And it's certainly where uh, our clients right. at Capgemini want to go. Right, they want to get ahead of whatever that work is. Right, whatever their work product is, whether it's maintaining a, an engine, right? Thank you. Or an HVAC unit. Yeah. Or monitoring their hospital equipment. Right. I mean, whatever it is. Uh, and so, accruent is an important uh, component uh, for us as a management consulting company. Because now we don't have to go custom app dev solutions for everything, oh. right? We can take an industry best practice, yeah. make it a framework, and present a, a cohesive solution. 
yeah. Do you have conversations that are around, and this is sort of in line with uh, that digital twin, to be able to run simulations too, and to be able to sort of run those simulations in a way that truly optimizes that whatever that asset, whatever that line, whatever whatever you're simulating by plugging in some data here and there, and then make that optimize, and then take that digital, put it into the physical. You guys, are are you running some simulations in that sense too? Yeah, we, we run probabilistic simulations uh, all the time. We call it Monte Carlo. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so what are the odds of something happening, right? And if, and if that something happened, uh, what would be the impact uh, of it, right, whether it was cost or... See, do you find, do you think it's, are we at still sort of the, the, the beginnings of? Because I still, th- I think there's still, we don't even know. I'll just, I'll share. So my conversations four years ago are completely different than they are today. Oh, yeah. And and, and they've always been someone around, you know, asset management, uh, um, the technology, the innovation, the conversations, whatever, AI. We were having conversations back then about AI, but it was still sort of a, hey, we need to put some framework around it just because it could do this. Anyway, today. Yeah. I still think that we we just we don't even know some of the. I mean, it's still relatively new. I, I just think that we're still going this forward, this blasting forward with just stuff. I, I don't know. Do you agree or do you? I mean, we're not there yet. Whatever no, there is, we are there in a lot of ways. Uh, I'll give you an example. Yes. We can now take an accruent uh, facility maintenance solution, right? Put on top of that some machine learning, some some AI, as you said. Yeah. Train the model uh, on how we want it to behave, and when a sensor anomaly comes into the system, it can make a decision who to call, what what the problem is, how to deploy it, how to resolve it, and then tag a real person at the end. I want it to be a part of my refrigerator. <laughs> Somebody just knocking on the door. Hey, we noticed that the compressor is causing some issues today, so. I'm here to help you fix it, and, and it doesn't go bad, and I don't waste food. That's my dream. How do people get a hold of you, Matt? We'd love to keep the conversation going. Matthew.Breda at CapGemini.com. Reach there it out. is, man. You are absolutely wonderful. I enjoyed that conversation immensely. All right, listeners, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to have all the content information for Matt out on Industrial Talk. Stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. You know what the action item is. You know what your to-do list needs to include. That's reaching out to Matt. Capgemini is the company. And um, that was a fantastic conversation. I, I'm telling you, I'm living the dream. And you can live this dream with me because... Uh, it's all about getting that message out, that information out, that education out there so that we all, because of Matt and others, these leaders, we can all just succeed because we're all just bringing in that great information on how to do that effectively and solve problems. Reach out. That's a must. And then we, as you can tell, Accrued Insight was the location. Fantastic event. And uh, 2024 needs to include that in your plan. So 
reach out to Accruent Insights and be a part of that that uh, event. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Matt. Change the world. We're going to have another great conversation coming from that event shortly. Stay tuned.